So hello and welcome to The Art of Pausing with me, Amanda Weller. This is the show where I get to chat to interesting guests, um, although this evening the tables are being turned. So I'm, without further ado, I'm going to bring Tom Evans in. Hello, Tom. Hi, Amanda. Thanks for being so game for this. And I love your channel and the, the whole concept of art of pausing. Thank you. Well, I just think there's, there's so much that can be chatted about, you know. Um, we don't take enough time for ourselves. And there's there's so many lovely things that we can do for ourselves. So I just thought, you know, yeah, just get out and do it, really. <laughs> yeah, and I thought that as well, because I've known you for a few years now. And I realised that, I don't know your backstory. I don't you don't know, know what, oh, I don't, no. I don't, don't know what brought you here. So, and, and you know, I run <laughs> a, a podcast, um, The Zone Show, and uh, and my favourite question uh, for everybody is just, because you, you're now, you know, obviously working in the healing arts and the manifesting arts and the making people happy arts and this sort of stuff. But I'm always really, really interested to know what brought you here? Why did you end up at this place? Well, it was a very practical reason, actually. When we moved out of London, um, we uh, don't have any passing buses. <laughs> and um, so I knew that I would need to be the one, obviously, taxiing, um, doing the school runs and everything. And um, so I needed to do something that would fit in around that. So it was a very, as I say, a very practical reason. I'd read a few books on reflexology, which was my way in. And um, so when my youngest was about two, I... I took myself off and um, at the weekends for just over a year, my husband held the fort and uh, yeah, so that was the first thing. So probably, uh, I don't know, 15 years ago, I qualified as a reflexologist. Um, then about uh, 12 years ago, I qualified as a body talk practitioner mm -hmm. um, and I'm a an advanced practitioner and a parama practitioner which means it's the it's sort of like the body talk world's equivalent of postgrad maybe i don't know it's you know so it's um so that's the body talk and then about four years ago i added quantum touch to my toolkit now i mean i must have done one pair of feet last year i hardly do any reflexology at all now so my sessions yeah so that's that's how i got into it in answer to your question yeah Oh, um, wonderful. So it wasn't because I, I didn't know you were a reflexologist. I would have had some had I known. But uh, so, so is there a because obviously the feet is the, the feet <laughs> are one way into the body, yes, it's, but uh, and people might know reflexology and how it, a different point mm. on the foot and also a different point on the ear as well as different points on the ear also can help uh, other points on the body. But how do you think yeah. um, something like quantum touch? And reflectology are they one aspect of each other but a different way in um well the a reflexology you could do it intentionally off the body mm -hmm. um but generally reflexology is a contact thing whereas the quantum touch is is really it's intention it's running energy um, and while you can be hands-on in a very sort of just in a connecting kind of way without any pressure, um, you can work at a distance as well. So um, it's, uh, I mean, everything's energy. So at, at a certain level, you know, they are both working 
uh, with our natural instinct to get into the best state that we can. Um, but from but your perspective, from your they perspective, are quite different to use. From your perspective, though, what was it that drew you to both of them? What was it? What's the essential? Um, well, apart from you know, you wanted to pay the bills and have a job you can do at home. What do you think the um, the the real essence of your journey was all about? Um, well, with the body talk, I love the fact that it's basically a whole healthcare system. Mm. There is the um, potential to work with somebody on absolutely any level or, or a combination of levels as well. So mm. you know, it could be physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, um, energetic, everything, bits. You can be very detailed. You can be very broad in how things come up, and it's um, always appropriate. So I, I love the scope of that. Um, and the same with the quantum touch. And my sessions actually now, you know how we all evolve. Um, so although, you know, I learned all the techniques and the details, in fact, everything is now much simpler, actually. And my sessions tend to be an intuitive combination of the two. Um, and interestingly, during this period of pause, even, you know, they, they again, seem to be evolving in a way that uh, it seems to be quite interesting i can't stop things once i know about them popping in either so it's it's in um i love the fact that they're always appropriate each session's different but they are always appropriate for where somebody is at the time of the session whether they're with me or remote because most of my work actually is remote so Mm. So your work is then designed for these strange times when we're kind of locked down but also able to open up it's it's interesting, isn't it? I have actually had the thought that perhaps these last few years when I've been increasingly working at a distance with clients that it, perhaps it was training for now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and there are different ways that I can do that. You know, it could be um, over the phone or video, um, or I can just tune in and do the session while somebody gets on with their day, or if it's a child or, you know, whatever, animal. <laughs> so you obviously, you work remedially with people so if people have got like a, a presenting uh, issue let's say you can help them through that but i also noticed through your uh, various workshops you've done you also work generatively so you take people that are okay and actually you make them even better especially with the, the manifesting work that you do just this can we just delve into that slightly yes yeah, sure um the, the the workshops um I think people come to them because they have, you know, they definitely want, there's something that they want to alter or improve on or change in their lives. And um, so the way that we think, the language that we use, um, these are all little things that in, com you know, in combination can help um, the universe provide the kind of experience that we would prefer to have um and so it's just lovely sharing these kind of things with people um i've also i also incorporate a bit of meditation because i think a lot of people think they can't meditate and well they're not doing it right or something and you know what i mean you're the <laughs> meditation guru but it's permission to play uh, is, is really what i focus on because there's no wrong way it's just whatever feels right so i i, I get people to play with the breath in 
in um, and I also focus a little bit on life purpose so um, again once you've got clarity on that um, everything else falls into place and it makes that uh, path that you wish to travel easier to find or for it to come to you Wow I never you know I never had this thought I've never asked anyone this question. It only just occurred to me. <laughs> so do you think then a healthy body, so somebody that's you know got reasonably good well-being, is actually in a better place to manifest their dreams, their desires, their wishes? Mm. No, I I don't think so. I, I come very much from a a point um a perspective of potential. Mm -hmm. And I think we all have that potential. Um, yeah. And I think some people who are, you know, not in a good physical way have huge uh, depth of self-knowledge sometimes. Yeah. It, it's, um, mm. yeah, that's an interesting one. What do you reckon about that? What do you have any thoughts about that? Well, our potential is so wide, isn't it? So, mm. and so people that have got what you might call, uh, I always thought that disabilities are different abilities. Mm. <laughs> you know, so, so that, you know, and, and I've worked a lot with people that are, for example, dyslexic or dyspractic or what have you. And then you just find another, another routine. And we've seen uh, the marvelous uh, Captain Tom recently, who's uh, you know, quite frail, but can manage to, to walk all these steps and do an amazing thing as well. So mm. uh, I just wondered, you know, whether you'd notice any correlation between it or whether actually it doesn't really matter so long as the intention is there and the drive is there and, uh, and, and and also the the intentions pure you know so often when you've got a pure intention just the most amazing things uh, yes so, yeah, yeah. so so this is all about this this channel that you just uh, started all about pausing isn't it and you spell it p-a-w-s-i-n-g uh i just wondered how how do you pause in the day how do i pause in the day um <laughs> i love to have my bare feet on the ground so I do try and kick my shoes off and sit with a cuppa. <laughs> and uh, grounding is such a such an important thing, I think, for us. And I love to do that. And that, uh, you know, I love that sort of feeling of tingling through the soles of the feet as the feet make contact. And um, so that's one thing I do. I like walking. I'm very lucky from the door here. I can get into woods and then out into fields and... Um, or even just, you know, just looking out of the window. I just, I, I nature is a, a big, um, a pause enabler for me. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I, I love that. I'm also actually really bizarrely, um, and I can't believe I'm doing it because it, it seems so out of character, but I have discovered crochet in the last three years or so, and I, wow. Absolutely love it. As somebody who was told to give up art at school, I have, um, I can't tell you the joy I get out of creating something and even unraveling it. It's the art of doing it rather than the end result, actually. <laughs> so, yeah, that uh, gives me great. At the moment, I'm making a blanket, which is 
the first one I've done. And instead of being squares, it starts off with circles, but each one ends up as a hexagon. Magic. <laughs> oh, you're speaking my language. There's, I was about, my intuition was that these aren't nothing. They're not crochet. They're mand mandalas. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, these ones aren't actually, but uh, yeah. <laughs> Mm. Well, well, there could be lots, maybe my next one there's lots of magic in the hexagon that's where the word hex comes from of course isn't it oh so, mm. yeah absolutely I, I, wrote, I wrote this book called the zone uh to accompany my my podcast the zone show and each zone in the in the book is a hexagon and i was just telling someone on a call today that uh when the idea just popped in that i should have zones with um six sides I drove home and a car went past me with the number plate hex six six six, as if it was almost like confirmation <laughs> that you should be doing this right now. And I love those. I love things like science. So on on that note, the the concept of science that's coming. How do you how do you tune into signs and signposts in your life? Mm, they, I just have an inner knowing, uh, just a feeling that's, and I just have to go with it. Yeah, I would say it's that's um but uh also things just happen don't they so um i we were talking about my workshop just now and i was thinking about you know maybe in these times maybe that's something i just you know put to one side and i'd had that conscious thought and then within 12 hours somebody had messaged me saying are you doing your you know you're doing these courses on zoom or online at all so you know things like that come up and you think well there's the message isn't it there's the sign mm -hmm. so so there must be a connection in between the pause and noticing the signs and especially when we're in this we're in this strange uh, time at the moment we haven't any of us experienced before do you think there's an opportunity for us to pause and notice signs and then act uh, accordingly I think there have been so many. I think that's one of the, th this pause period has just been, you know, pretty magical for people, allowing people just to stop and take stock, work out what's important, their priorities, learn new things, do, th do new things, um, learn a different way of being as well. Um, and I, I just see that everywhere. Um, I'm sure you probably do as well. Yeah, I've just noticed so much change. There seems people yeah. seem to have more um, time on their hands to um, to absorb the new and to and even if people have had um, uh, under hard times, you know, they, they seem to be uh, adapting and adopting new ways of being, which is going to be useful for all of us and i think that will scale up as well wouldn't it yes totally um on many levels you know and even using technology differently um or learning to stop somebody uh sent me a, sent me a message the other day just saying that they'd finally learned they'd finally learned to stop and how wonderful it was and it should be on prescription <laughs> Well, I've always said I've always said that uh, meditation is medication without any uh, with only positive side effects. So that maybe not, so, or should we get it out into the it's NHS? It's so true, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Mm. So, so if people want to get hold of you, and what sort of people can you really help the most, and how can you specifically help them, especially in the context of these times? Um, well, I would say 
that a lot of people are in um, a, a very fearful state with high anxiety. And um, the sort of sessions that I do, often people remark on how much calmer they feel after a session. So it's that kind of thing is, is something that is definitely on the cards, um, let alone physical effect, you know, physical issues that people might have, but definitely the, you know, all of that side of things. Um, and on that note, I have um, a weekly um, session that I do on a Tuesday evening that's on YouTube that people can just tune into if they want to have a general session once a week. Um, but obviously I can do one-to-ones as well. And if you're watching live, you're doing that in literally about 11 minutes' time, is that right? I think I am, yes. Fantastic. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you for entrusting me to turn the tables. I hope that uh, it, didn't, <laughs> it wasn't too wobbly and you went with But I, I wanted to know where you come from, what your back history was. I'm sure other people would do as well. Oh, Tom, um, it's very lovely of you to spend some time out of your day uh, inquiring. I appreciate that. No, that's really my lovely. joy. My <laughs> so keep shining uh keep um keep keep doing all the things that you do because I, I i suspect you do something bigger than what you even know right now well i don't isn't everybody if exactly. you suspect that. <laughs> <laughs> and now is the time in the pause to discover what that thing is yes exactly there's that opportunity <laughs> but I've, I've always said i'm not going to define it i'm going to let other people tell me what it is and, uh, and that's the best <laughs> way to find out because we, 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 we you don't want to cage it in do you i know yeah if we if we thought for a minute what it was then we we would dampen it down i'm sure mm. so take great care and keep shining you and, too uh, tom it's lovely to see you <laughs> take care bye bye